0: Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone podcast is brought to you by Conti Fitness. Get the best in personal and online training and coaching where you will find monthly online unlimited yoga packages, run training, play yoga, motivational speaking, and more. If that's not all, find out how to get the newest facial exercise program and manual. Let's face it together. Go to ContiFitness.net to find out more. High Five Health and Fitness,
1: create positive change in your life with online health coaching
0: sessions with High Five Health and Fitness. Also brought to you by Revolution Running. Join world-renowned Dr. Jason Karp for a workshop or certification near you. Author of Run Your Fat Off, Inner Runner, and so many more books. That's R-E-V-O-2-L-U-T-I-O-N, running.com.
1: Also brought to you by 361 Degrees. For the best in athletic footwear and apparel, go one degree beyond with 361 Degrees. For codes and promos, go to 2FitCrazies.com and click on the podcast sponsor tab at the top of the page.
0: It's Christine Conte. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are 2 Fit Crazies And a microphone. We are where it's at. Brian, we're coming off a hot... Episode forty seven of yes. Two Fit Crazies, where you're going to subscribe and like.
1: Um yeah, subscribe, <laughs> like, follow the show. The- leave us a rating. Seriously, comments. I'll even we'll, we'll reply to those comments. We Tell us you will. like it. I'll like yeah yeah.
0: Totally fine. Yeah. Well, we just spoke with the Abby Apple, who is such an amazing, renowned fitness educator, award winning presenter. She won awards from can fit pro she's been with ECA literally um has worked with the groundbreakers the people who laid the groundwork for any type of fitness program that you have probably went through or, or do yeah. today
1: and like you know working for companies like Reebok and TRX and Schwinn and a lot of the cycling stuff so she is uh was really you know she's top of the field she knows her stuff once again top of the field on the show
0: And I have to say, I have to say that, you know, Abby is someone who's very down to earth. She's someone that, you know, goes out and talks to the people. She promotes that belly to belly. You know, relationships are important. You got to go out and really make connections. And she also mentioned the F word, which we talked about. Fun. Fun. That things have to be fun. You don't have to, you know. What is it? Ten percent of the or five percent of the five percent of the population, they want their ass kicked. Yeah, you know, right. they want to be like, you know, bleeding nipples and like, you know, <laughs> oh and like cramping on the calves. It, but really, there yeah. is that population. But then there's the ninety five percent. I'm spitting microphone. Ninety five percent of people that really they need. Movement. They need functional fitness. or action, or
1: just something that's really going to fit in. I played uh, tic tac toe with medicine balls with a uh, with a twelve year old uh, kid that I train. Uh, he's you know he's um, he's coming along. You know he's uh, he's came to me with some weight issues and I, and I played tic tac toe with him today. Uh, Is running- it
0: like angry tic tac toe? We are like smash no. the medicine ball down. Like no,
1: you have to run back and get your get your ball though. Oh, so once they start. You know, once the person puts down the first ball, then the next person could go, and then it's just kind of like a race back and forth to see who can make the. You know, very tricky. And it's yeah, it's technical because you got to pay attention too. You got to make sure that you're. uh, You know, I got, I got. uh, He beat me on one when I just. You know, was I should have seen that he had two and you know just needed that last one. And I didn't see it because I was on offense. You know, I was Wait. I was too busy playing playing offense to focus on the defense. I got a question for defense you. Defense wins championships.
0: Oh my gosh! Um, did you pull out the fun intensity, Jonathan Ross chickens? I
1: did with the uh, high scores that I train. Uh, they are cross country runners. They're go. not the strongest uh, kids in the world, so we had them doing like just some single leg deadlift stuff. But without weights, we were just kind of getting – used it during the warm-up portion, and uh, I had them reach down and grab the Jonathan Ross Funtensity rubber chickens uh, that, that uh, I had Jonathan send me. And uh, I've got to snap some photos of that and put it up on the site because that's funny, and they squeak or they honk or they whatever cluck? Wait, oh, wait, they cluck. Oh. So like I got all these clucking chickens in the mail, and the whole package when it came, like I squeezed it, and I wasn't you know I order stuff a lot, so I wasn't really sure exactly what it was. And then I squeezed, it, and I was like, oh, that's the chickens. It's awesome.
0: Uh, Marie was probably Marie was probably like. Okay, you've done some weird things in the past, but what in the hell is this?
1: What's with the chickens?
0: Yeah. you know. Tell me how this is business related and how this is improving your business.
1: You know, I said, you've heard it on the show. Jonathan Ross, Fontensity, City, Rubber
0: Chickens. Chickens. Yeah. All right. Well, we are switching gears for a second because honestly, and I keep saying this, we've really, you know, we talk about fitness, and fitness is not just physical. We go back and forth with this that if it's not, you know, it's not just about your body; it's about your mind. And if you don't take care of your mind, it doesn't matter what's going on with your body because you're freaking fruit loops, or you know, you're not in a good place. So, what we want to talk about today, and and this is pretty powerful. You're going to hear a story today, um, and this is going to be episode number forty-eight. We're two away from fifty. Creeping Pretty up crazy. on 50. Pretty crazy. So you're going to hear about this man named Wayne Cornett. And Wayne is a very special guy. I really think that everyone should sit back and listen to this because it almost makes you think, like, how can I be a better person after you hear his story? He um, He's someone I ran into when I was pacing the New Jersey Marathon. Um, universe sometimes throws people in front of you and you just kind of have to open your eyes and, and, and see it um
1: did you go in front of him or did he come in front of you that's the question he came he came to he literally i was talking to his friend i know but you know were you introduced into his life or was he introduced into yours
0: it's it's sometimes fascinating that you know you've got the. i think it's like a pull like you really no absolutely all of a sudden it's it's like there's something greater out there and they're i always think of how weird it is if you know, is, is there like a god? Is there something else? And they're just playing with us like little puppets. Oh, guided little, little by pawns, something. Right? And they're like, let's put her in front of him, him and her, and see what happens and then take them right. apart. But he, um, he told me this story um, when I was pacing for New Jersey. He came up to the booth, was talking to his friend, and uh, went up meeting him and his beautiful family. And his daughter, Kirsten, has SMA. And if you want to say, it's spinal muscular atrophy is what that is I I was going to let you say that the whole time
1: I'm just going to go with SMA
0: yeah so spinal muscular atrophy and it's one of the number one killers of of children of babies under under two years old under two And he, it's a, it's
1: a similar to Lou Gehrig's in some sense. He said, you know, it, it's it affect, not good. but it affects the muscles. It affects, it, it, it affects the way that, that the kids move, and and because of that, it affects the way that they breathe, and internal organs, yeah, and development, respiratory and even, system. Yeah. So he's even said like things like sneezing and, and you know, coughing, or, or coughing. yeah, or we're difficult. So here is this little girl, and Christine, you know, begins to speak to this man about you know it's just me la 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 potentially like pushing uh uh his daughter in a, a chair, a la team hoyt, one of our all time favorite mm-hmm. uh y- you know, motivation. Who I just got crew. to meet two right.
0: weeks or a week before meeting Kirsten.
1: Right. Which and Christine in her very Christine way says, Oh, we're gonna do this and the next thing we know where you know christine is is reaching out to this man and his family and discussing further things. we even reached out to some uh um uh, chair mm-hmm. developers and people that make these chairs to find out cost. Uh, Christine also has done all of this, by the way.
0: Yeah, but Brian's like, uh, I can't do any uh, of this without you, Brian. No, I understand. Like, you
1: get it. But, but like I said in the show, you're a good egg, Christine. Appreciate it. All right, because Christine uh, went as far as to um, touch base with some race directors and some, uh, you know, some uh, races, not just around here, um, you know, around the Northeast to find out not all these races will allow People to push actually push chairs in in this. Uh, long story short, and we'll get to the long because that's the podcast. Basically, uh, Christina set up a GoFundMe, and we're raising funds to get this gentleman and his beautiful daughter, uh, who you know who he races for already. Long races, half marathons, marathons. You know, he started off not doing anything. Uh, you know, just a five k just to yeah, just he to, wasn't a he runner wasn't a runner at this. all, and he has become a runner to kind of help himself and uh, you know and and really who knows maybe it was because of this i don't know it's really inspiring it's really inspiring but we've we've started to go a uh, gofundme
0: so page so it's, it's gofundme and it's kirsten's race kirsten is his daughter who actually is a twin um her her twin sister is not affected whatsoever um and also has a you know he has a third child third daughter um Maddox who is not affected either so it's a very powerful story it's a powerful story you're gonna hear from Wayne about inspiration about family about love um, about just humanity really um, and about
1: making kids making this kid happy she wants to race
0: she and you're, you're gonna hear this story and it's very touching so get the Kleenex out mm-hmm. but we invite you to the GoFundMe page um, it's called Kirsten's race SMA push chair and we are raising funds right now to get Kirsten to race because she overheard the conversation we had and said, Daddy, I want to race.
1: She was actually devastated that she couldn't do it two days later.
0: So when I talked to Wayne and, and he he's gonna tell this story and um we I you know, we kind of made this pack that we're gonna get Kirsten to race and we need this chair. So go Fummy Pages up. We're hoping to get this um You know, it's about, I think the page is about, you know, five grand is what we need all told for the racing chair, for the shipping, for, you know, the race entries. Um, I don't think that's a lot at all, especially considering Wayne is not just raising awareness for his daughter and SMA, but I think he's raising awareness and a lot more awareness about life and about appreciating your health and your happiness um, and really about being a family and what it means to be a good, caring person.
1: Person, dad, and everything it's amazing I hope you guys enjoy this and uh, and really please help us help this family and uh, and and help Kirsten get on the road we need her we need her to uh, to experience this now now
0: now the time is now
1: absolutely and uh you know again Christine thank you so much for bringing this into my life honestly this is a conversation that has taken on something that is bigger than all of us and uh, I know that Wayne agrees so uh, you know Please, uh, you know, I I, uh, I can't thank you enough for, for bringing me along and, and you're getting the, the vortex of Christine has uh, has pulled me in again and it's nothing but good. So, um, you know, let's go with this. And without further ado, please listen to this very special episode 48, Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone. Peace. <laughs>
0: Christine Conti And I'm
1: Brian Prendergast. And
0: we are Two Fit Crazes. And a microphone. We are where it's at. Brian, how's it going today?
1: It's going very well. I'm excited. This is special.
0: This is very special. Yeah. Very special. We love to bring on guests that may surprise you and may kind of allow you to view the world in maybe a different way than you've seen before. And it's happened more and more, I think, in the last few months um, as we approach episode 50 of our...
1: Coming up on 50.
0: Coming up. Like I said we're approaching That's episode right. 50. And um, today, we're bringing you episode 48 of Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone. You better subscribe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> download, Just <laughs> to throw that out there. Um, but another amazing story that we have for all of you listeners out there and a story of hope. A story of inspiration, um, a story of love. I think, and with um, Brian's got a great quote that he told us before, and I just yelled at him for
1: <laughs> wasting it for wasting air. it. It's yes. like we
0: waste the good surprise <laughs> on you. Um, that I think maybe maybe a quote that you want to that you want to start this podcast with, and then we are going to bring in um, a very special guest in a moment to talk a little bit about. His story, and also about how we wound up crossing paths and I think the universe is a pretty amazing thing and Wayne is actually with us today, and we're gonna have him introduce himself in a moment um, because I do think that there's there's something more out there that that why you're you meet people and are gravitated to them and um and Brian, what was a quote that you just said before
1: well it as most of you know from listening to the show, is that I love running and I love at running as my main form of exercise and pretty much everything that I do uh, is designed to help my running. And you know, I, I kind of consider myself a runner first and foremost, even though I'm a trainer and a health coach and all those things. I love running. It's like it's my thing. And uh, there is a fantastic. Um, uh, you know, person in running, or you know this this man. His name's Bart Yasso, and he's uh, he's a longtime runner. He's a fantastic uh, runner. He's very good runner for a very long time. Uh, he's an amazing dude who's got great stories through and through. I can really relate to a lot of them, and uh, he also is the uh, creator of those y- Yasso eight hundreds, which is like a staple of most marathon training programs that most people would uh, know the name through that. And he, you know, everybody does these Yasso eight hundreds, and it's a way that you can kind of figure out your marathon time. Which is all right. So good. So simple enough. So when you meet Bart Yasso and you talk to him, it's uh, hard not to be, you know, um, um, just connected to him. I mean, he's he's a um, he's a magnetic personality, and he's uh, he's very good. And he's uh, I've seen him in book signings, and I've met him at marathon uh, expos and things like that. And I've you know, and I've had a couple conversations with him along the way, and. One thing that he does and his kind of like catchline and his phrase and what he signs his books for and what he said to me is don't ever underestimate where running can take you. All right? And it's, you know, like you put it in quotes, sign Bart Yaso and that's like your book, you get it and you go, he's got an awesome book by the way. I'll post a picture of it. It's fantastic. So, this is one of those stories where you know, it started with running and maybe even it started with our podcast. And, you know, and, and just grows and grows and grows. And I think that it's something that we're going to be able to do a whole lot of good for One Happy Girl with what we can do with our platform and with running and with, you know, and just the whole fitness industry and what we're doing here. Um, so I'll let Christine explain exactly what's going on. We'll get Wayne in and we'll talk about it.
0: So Wayne Cornett, am I saying your name correctly? Yes. Awesome. Wayne Where are you located right now? I'm in Schenectady, New York. Schenectady, New York. Now, Wayne, I had the absolute pleasure of meeting you for the first time. Where was that? Uh, It was at the uh, New Jersey Marathon. I love it. Now... What I want to tell our listeners before I, you know, kind of, and I want you to jump in and, you know, and, and interrupt me in this, in this story, but, um, Wayne is a very special person. I think that when you meet people and you feel their energy and feel their passion and feel their love for the world, um, this is someone that I felt immediately, I felt that there was something greater, and I was—I just started pacing the last couple years for marathons, for the New Jersey Marathon. And I was, we have mandatory hours; you have to go to the pacing booth, you answer questions. And and I was—it was the was Friday Friday night, I believe. And Wayne comes up, and I think you asked a question, right, Wayne? Were you asking questions or something? What was it?
2: Uh, actually, one of uh, one of my running buddies that runs for my daughter uh, was was talking to you and told you why he was running. And- got my
0: attention beautiful what's his name again Joe Joe, Joe I love Joe is awesome by the way Wayne so just to throw that out there tell him you know we're gonna tag him on this <laughs> but um you would come up and we we're talking a little bit and you would you know I'd asked about you know what what it what team are you running for what's going on so you know I just I love this I love the stories because you know, like we said running is about so much more sometimes And, you know, you, you would explain that you were running for a certain cause. Now, what, what was it that you're running for? Can you tell everyone what, what that stands for or what it is? So now, uh, awareness. so now, Wayne, tell us, you came up, and your family was with you at this race. So, who was with you? Wayne, so we were talking at the at the booth, right? And from what I remember, you can totally correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I remember feelings a lot more than words. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, it's just me. But we were talking, and you know your you know your family came up, and obviously they're just a beautiful beautiful family. They they come up next to you, and and I had said to you, you know, does you know do do you race? Does you know does Kirsten race? and you had not thought of that before was that was that correct that I so what I wanted to tell you know a lot of our listeners and I know for me um, and you know I don't know Wayne how much you know about this but the very first Boston Marathon I ran um, I had already been diagnosed with an autoimmune disease that you know my grandmother was paralyzed from the neck down and every you know reason why I started running was really because I thought If I have a finite amount of time to use my body, well, I'm going to use it until, you know, I can no longer run, I'll walk. I can't walk, I'll crawl. I can't crawl. Well, then, damn it, someone's going to push me in a freaking chair, okay? (laughs) So, really, that kind of hit home, and I remember running Boston, and I ran past Team Hoyt, and that was Rick and Dick Hoyt where, um, you know, Dick Hoyt always pushed his son Rick in the in the push chairs and their motto was Yes You Can and I remember running past them and thinking, you know what? That is so powerful, the father, you know, racing the son and I mean it was it was something and I took on this yes you can. It's like my hashtag almost. It's like one of the things people literally I was in the park this morning and people are like, Yes you can like, <laughs> you know, and it's it's really cool to ha- to have that because other people get inspired. Now, fast forward this spring, I actually had a chance to meet Rick and Dick Hoyt. Um, and they did this big presentation. I took pictures. I was crying. It was a big, you know, because they're just so inspirational to me and the, their whole story. So now, literally, I had a terrible experience in Boston. I wound up having to drop out of the race. It, I mean, I'm back on chemo. It was long story short. I meet you now at the New Jersey Marathon, and I'm pacing. And, you, you know, I see... Kirsten and I hear your story and I'm like well I know one of the big things with Rick Coit when I went to see them speak Rick who's you know can't even use his body at all talked about how he feels like he is running he's a part of the race he crosses that finish line and he raced he gets that medal and he didn't say he was being pushed he talked about racing and how liberating it was and how he didn't feel like he had any disease or any sort of physical ailment when he was being pushed in that race. He was a part of it. And I'm getting chills right now talking about
1: I've, it. I've seen those interviews too. When he talks about it, it's amazing because oh he, he talks about it through eye recognition or, or a little keyboard that yep. he uses. And it and it's you know it's a computer voice that tells a story. And you hear that and I get it. It's the same thing that you just said. It's like he's racing. He's he's training and running and racing. and, and
0: then- and that's, you know, and there's a couple other people I've met and, and kind of keep in touch with that also race with their kids. And when, you know, when I met you, just coming off of this, you know, all of these experiences with me, I felt like I, you know, I looked at Kirsten, I'm like, does she race? And I think that's what I said to you, right? Yeah, it's, so we've, we've spent uh,
2: years now with her living vicariously through her twin sister and she looks all with amazement.
0: So now I need you to tell the listeners because this is this is really the kicker, Wayne. I know we were talking, and you know, Kirsten mentioned something to you because she'd overheard the conversation. You remember um, what she said?
2: Yeah, she uh, she thought that she was going to
0: get to race with me that race. <laughs> she's ready to go. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. She's so the, she's I'm racing with you tomorrow, which the race is actually
2: on, on Sunday. Which is probably not. Yeah. Uh, She wasn't going to run that race, but I
1: thought I would do whatever I could to make that happen, and she'd be able to run a race with me. That's just amazing. You know the the energy it's 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 amazing. She's eager to she wants to be a part of it.
0: We're making this happen. So you know when that's the thing that when you know when you had told me that she was like you know upset because she couldn't race with you, that was it. Done. Done and done. Like I said, you know what? She wants to race. Guess what, Wayne? She's racing. We're that gonna figure little this girl out. is racing. And, um, you know, what? I want to, um, you know, I want to bring this, you know, kind of bring your story to a national platform at this point, because I think it's so important for, for people like you that, A, you're using fitness and you're using something so positive to bring about something positive even more positive. Um, You know, there's, there's so much joy and there's so much light coming off of you and your family. And, you know, for Kirsten, who obviously can't run herself, to have her father be able to do this with her and for you to be such a strong advocate for her and for what she's going through. I mean, right now, we are... And I'll, I'll, you know, I'll tell our listeners that you know we now have a crowd rise page up, and it's called Kirsten's Race. You can go on, and we are going to Wayne. We are going to get the Team Hoyt um, racing push chair Is what we're pushing for, literally. And um, it's you know this is going to happen. Like I'm, I'm super excited for you and your family, and um, Brian and I, the two fit crazies in a microphone. Like this is going to happen. And we're going to do whatever it takes to get that chair. We are going to hopefully be running right next to you. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've got to do most of the work I, pushing her. But, I, like, we'll totally help, you know.
1: Yeah, I need one of those shirts, Wayne. I need a T-shirt. I want to be on Kirsten's team. All right.
0: <laughs> so, That's awesome. So now we're going to just tell you that this, this is happening. And what – I mean – how do, you, how do you feel about, you know, how did you get into running for her? I mean, were you always a runner?
2: No, no. Um, so she was helpless when she was, you know, she found out there's something that no he had, uh, approved approves treatment for. And so what do you do? You're just going to sit back and take it, and neither of her life were content with that. And Elizabeth came up with the idea of putting it on a 5 Raise money for research through um, Cure SMA is the charity that we work work with, and um, and so we started putting together a 5K. I didn't know anything about it. I'd never done one, never been to one, and um, we were told to contact a local race director that would uh, help us out, and he did. And We had a meeting on a Tuesday night, and he said, "Well, first of all, if you're going to do a 5K, you need to do a 10K because any serious runner." He's going to pick a 10K over a 5K, and 5Ks are everywhere in this area. And he said, second of all, if you're going to do one, first of all, you need to be part of one. He said, I've got one that I'm putting on Saturday night, and I'll cop your fee. Come out and make sure it's what you want to do. That was on a Tuesday. I literally only had Crocs and dress shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so I ordered a pair of shoes online. And I thought oh, it's no big deal. I made
1: it like half a mile uh, about to die, <laughs> and then I went out and was sore the next day. And um, anyway, so um, so you you ran about uh, a half a mile and and uh, and you felt like you're going to die, and then you were sore the next day. But you you finished, but you were sore the next day. Yeah, I, I went out and did the uh, the five k. And uh, that made me made me pretty sore. Mm-hmm. It took me thirty five, fifty five to
2: to do it. And then we kind of said, "Able hey, to raise some money." And uh, we called up the Kirsten Cartoon Run. And the deal was, if we raised ten thousand dollars, I would run the ten k dressed up like her favorite cartoon character. So <laughs> I ended up I ended up running my first ten k uh, dressed up like Mickey Mouse. And and then after that race. Uh, The guy that helped me put together the race was a race director of uh, a local um, half marathon in December. He said, you're going to do the half marathon for her, right? And so the answer was, sure. And when I picked up the bib for that in December, he said, you need to do a full marathon for her. And so that's what I did. And she would frequently be doing her Exercises, She can't do much, but we have to get her to do some. And so she's lifting up her, uh, her sippy cup up above her head as a chore for her. So she just struggled to get it up. And, uh, and then she finally get it up, and she goes, I'm Kirsten Brooke Cornett. I can do anything. I never give up.
1: Wow. And
2: I can't tell you how many times um, in training for my first marathon and running since, had the first time I ever hit 16 miles, I wanted to quit. You know, about 12, <laughs> and I thought of that. And I was like, "There's no way I'm quit." Uh, and I'm going to show her that you can do anything. I have to do it a little bit differently, but you can do it. And so that's kind of been it. And she gets excited that I run for, and that pushes me more. Uh, physical ability until I realized my daughter didn't have it. So it would be a shame for me to be sitting there on the
0: couch um, when I could be running for her to have
1: the ability
0: to do that. Wow. It's amazing. I, Everything. This is the issue, right? There's, <laughs> And here's where I'm like, I get angry. I don't know why I'm angry today. It's, I get really worked up because what you just said so many people out there in this world take your physical fitness your health, health. for granted right. every single day is a gift and for you Wayne to see that to say you know what not only you know do i have this daughter i love dearly but you know what i'm going to go out there and i'm going to bring awareness to her you know to SMA right to her disease, but I want to inspire other people, not just to, you know, not just raising funds and awareness, but also to move, to appreciate every day, to get more healthy. Because guess what? If, you know, there's going to come a day where you may not be able to do it. Like I always say, there's going to come a day where I can't do
1: this. Today is not not that that day." day. Right.
0: And I mean, you are the epitome of, you know, you're really the role model for this, Um, And I I don't want you, Wayne, to take for granted the impact that you are having, not just, you know, raising awareness, not just on your family, but on a bigger platform. On me. Wow. For sure. So, Wayne, how many marathons have you done now?
1: Yeah, what's happened since then? And how long ago was that, that that you started this running journey with with everything, with the race director and whatnot? Um, New Jersey was my third uh, full marathon.
0: That's a, uh, so... No, wait. I'm sorry, 2016.
1: 2016. Okay. And does Kirsten's race, did, did you get that off? I mean, you, you've you run the event. You've done the 10K uh, that you set up? Um, well, we, we moved, we and so uh, we haven't
0: done it uh, up here when we were in Kentucky. We did it two years. Okay. Uh, I always like Wayne's accent because you live in... I call it upstate New York because I grew up on Long Island, so anything north of the city is upstate. But, you know, we met and you're like, I live in New York. And I'm like, okay, you're definitely, that's definitely not an upstate New York accent. I definitely lived in upstate New York for a while. Um, But you said you grew up in Kentucky? Um,
2: Well, that's where
0: the girls were were born. Okay. And is that where your accent is from? Uh, My accent is from Tennessee.
1: Tennessee. There you go. There okay. you go. All right. It's, it's definitely not from New Jersey. Right. That's me. <laughs>
0: no, not New Jersey. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So now, tell um, tell us what what it's like. What has it been like? I know you know you have three daughters, so you've got the twins, and you've got your youngest. Now, how old is um, Kirsten right now? Kirsten is uh, four and a half. Okay. Now, when, and I think this is really important for everyone to know too, and um, so when the girls were born, what, when was the diagnosis? What What was that like? How did, how did that play out? Well, it was, it, it was a long, difficult process because um, I was seeing things that I didn't like and. The thing I was commonly told was, well, she hasn't missed any milestones. You're just comparing her to her twin sister, who's advanced. So I was a little concerned about her sitting abilities around four months. I thought she was still a little limp. And, um, but they said, you know, that's not abnormal.
2: Her sister's just, just advanced. And so she finally did, you know, get a little stability there. Um Whenever they started crawling, and Kirsten was able to crawl, she crawled much slower. And then, uh, then her sister, and then her sister started pulling up, and Kirsten never achieved uh, pulling up. And um, but she was able to stand if we put her up there, and with support, you know, she could could do the the toddler, the little baby standing thing, you know, where they hold onto your fingers and mm-hmm. stuff. But that ability started to go away, and so it wasn't until. Nine months that they said, okay, we do need to look and see what's going on. But that process took a while in and of itself. Of course, you get insurance involved whenever there's lots of medical tests involved,
0: so that the latest thing. So she ended up actually being um, about. What did they say? What was the diagnosis at that point?
1: How common is this, is SMA?
0: through you you get the diagnosis right and now right. what i mean how, how how does how do you feel like how did that change your family
2: It's something that
0: How did, I know, you know, she's got a twin sister, right? So now what's their relationship like?
2: Uh, What relationship? I'm sorry.
0: Between the girls. What's their relationship like? I mean, does, you know, is it, I know you said that, you know, Kirsten kind of, you know, lives through her sister. I mean, do they, do they absolutely love each other? Do they bicker like normal you know, siblings would. How How do they interact? You know, knowing that they're twins, but they're different, you know?
2: Yeah, so um, so far there hasn't been any real issues um, with that. I mean, I would say they're, they're sisters, so you still get that. They're either best friends or um, enemies. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. no, no in-between mm-hmm. ever. Uh, but most of the time, they're they're best friends. And originally, we were told that well, Kirsten's problems are that she's she's lazy because Alyssa will do whatever she wants. Whenever they were crawling, um, Kirsten was doing it very slow, and Kirsten would Alyssa would crawl and get something for Kirsten. Dig through the toy box, grab it with her teeth, crawl and carry it to Kirsten, so Kirsten didn't have to go anywhere to get anything. It's almost like she knew
1: before we did that there was something wrong. Uh, That's interesting. So Alyssa's been a a big help in a lot of ways. Um, In fact, in New Jersey, Alyssa ran
2: the 5K uh, to raise money for Kirsten. And she took every step of it on her own which I think is pretty amazing for a four-year-old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's
1: awesome. Uh, we may even let her push. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she was, and
2: she was about 53
0: minutes, which I think was fantastic. And That's amazing. We're, we're a short family, too, so <laughs> she's not a long a 4 four-year-old. <sighs> oh, my goodness. Wayne, now you have three kids, um, and I know that you – Again, you know, going through this and having the girls, you know, listen, Kirsten, now your wife becomes pregnant again. Take us through what you kind of mentally were going through now that your wife is having another baby, now that you know what's going on with Kirsten. What, what was going through your mind at that time? Well, first of all, we weren't supposed to ever be able to have children.
2: And we were trying whenever we had the twins, but there was no trying with uh, with Maddox. So first of all, there was complete shock. <laughs>
0: um, I got one of those. <laughs> uh, and,
2: and then there was a you know there was a a, a great concern. Somebody,
0: Those wow. are, I could just ima- I can't imagine those couple weeks of like oh we're going to test you we'll give you the results in a couple weeks you just relax yeah. I'm sure you slept a lot Wayne
2: In my mind I was already preparing my answer <laughs> I'm like well, we'll get through it you know there's there's uh, there's there's treatment and um, now and so and
1: she said no she does not have SMA why in the <laughs> world are you crying <laughs> <laughs> tears
0: of joy right. oh my gosh well I mean amazing
1: it, it, it is uh, Wayne I'm a father of three uh, I have three boys and, and you know it's just I, I, I can't In the same, you know, one way I can't imagine and in the same, you know, at the same time, like I imagine that I, you know, I I would hope to be as strong as you are if, you know, if God forbid anything should come my way that that's like that with them because it's like they, they're so little, right? Like when they're little like that, you can't, you're almost in a case of helplessness, but here you are helping, Uh, you know, you're not helpless, Uh, you're helping your daughter. By, you know, by doing everything that you do. And I think it's just amazing. And, uh, you know, tip of the cap to you for sure uh, as a dad and, you know, as a, as a human. As a human. Yeah.
0: As a, You know, it's, like I said, this is running, like Brian said, running sometimes means more than just running. And, you know, for, for both of us, running is our place. It's our temple. It's our church. It's our spirituality, you know, where you do the best thinking, where, you know, you may be. Angry about something, you maybe feel like you're wronged, and you can go out there, whether it's by yourself, and find that peace, find that you know why me, and really, you you kind of answer your own questions. And now you've got this great thing for your health, where you're promoting running and fitness and mindfulness and peacefulness, and and you're sharing this with your daughter, and you're raising awareness, and you know, not for a second, you know should you ever doubt yourself about this journey? And I know, um, I've talked a little bit, Wayne, about how in my personal life, you know, I've gotten sick and, you know, you go through that, you know, it's almost like you go through the stages of, you know, first you're in disbelief and then you're angry and then you're, you know, you go on and on and then there's acceptance. And, you know, I say now when, when people say, Oh, we're so sorry you have this. And I said, don't be sorry. This is not about, you know, the cards you've been dealt in life anymore. It's about how are you going to use those cars that you've been dealt? Well, okay. If easily, you know, I could say, all right, well, woe is me. This this is awful. and Or are you going to stand up and do something about it? And you are standing up literally and running to do something about it. And, you know, Kirsten has, I mean, over the moon. I cannot wait. Seriously, I cannot wait for us to get this chair, for to get a race. We're going to keep um, – we're going to keep up on this in the podcast for sure, and um, we can't wait for to get the you know to get the chair and for you to pick a race um, that you know hopefully we're all going to be able to be there with you um, to see Kirsten race to see that father daughter team cross that line. That is going to be something else.
1: How does that sound, Wayne? Oh, that sounds incredible. I- I- I can't, uh, I can't tell you the, uh, explain to you the, the thoughts of being able to, to do that with her. Just know how excited she gets over somebody else running for her and how much she was disappointed <laughs> whenever uh, she found out that she wasn't getting the race. That with me. Uh, well, I, I can't wait to see how she does. I've got a question for you, Wayne. Are you ready to push? I mean, we're going to have to get we're to get in shape here, man. We got to we got to we got to get ready for this thing. This is uh, you know, you've been doing it one way for a while. Now we're going to we're going to put a, you know, something in front of you that you got to get through these miles. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> one word. I love it. Yes.
0: Wait, do you have a do you have a jogging stroller by the way? Uh, no, not. Okay. We've got, it. we're, we're going to be like literally shipping you jogging strollers is what we're going to be doing. So they're, they're used, but we've matter. got, I've got them. <laughs> we're going to make that happen because that's where we're going to start because we're at, this is also a training that you're going to need to be doing. And I know that there's some hills and some mountains where you're at. I know this. So it's a little bit different. Those hamstrings and glutes are going to be, you know, put to use a little bit and, um, Take it from me with the. I've had two kids and I got out right away with it and stuck them in the jogging stroller, probably earlier than you're supposed to put them in the jogging stroller, but they were fine. Um, But I definitely threw out my back a couple times and I had had to go to the chiropractor and he's like, What are you doing? And I'm like, Well, you know, I run, but he's like, Is there anything different? I'm like, Well, yeah. I mean, now I run with a jogging stroller. So it's taken me years and years now to perfect. The way you run with the jogging stroller, maybe with one hand, and then pump with the other, or then there's the two hand grip. And the Wayne, like this is a whole big education that we need to talk
1: about. Practice, 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 Wayne. Okay.
0: Are you up for this? Uh, I'm
1: up for anything. No I love you, man. This is great. <laughs> this is fantastic.
0: I love it, Wayne. So, if you, um, if you could. Could you tell, you know, our listeners, um, just one more time, you are running on behalf of obviously Kirsten and SMA. Can you just tell everyone again what SMA is? All right. Uh, SMA stands for Spinal Muscular Atrophy. It is a neurological muscular uh, genetic disease. It's the number one cause of death for children to and under of children. Uh, and primarily type 1, type 2, uh, of the ability to do things like walk, stand, um, cough productively, uh, even squalor abilities are, are affected. Um, so it kind of works a lot like Rupieric's um, disease. And and, um, how is Kirsten uh, feeling, by the way? I know that uh, she had took a little bit of a dip for a little bit. How's she doing? She home?
2: She's, yeah, she's at home now. She spent three weeks, uh, in the hospital. Uh, she got a cold, the same cold that her, uh, twin sister caught, and, um, it resulted in her being, um, put on a, on BiPAP, and, um, spent, um, two days shot, three weeks, uh, in, in the hospital with it, but she's home now, um, recovered
1: quite a bit, and, um, Seems to be close to her, her baseline before the event. Good, good. We need her ready to race.
0: Yeah, we got to keep. We got to keep her healthy. Okay. <laughs> That's what we're trying. We're trying our best. Yes,
1: Wayne. Wayne once again, the the um, foundation or the uh, the charity that that um, you were racing for, raising funds for, is that it was a cure SMA? Yes, cure SMA, and you can find more information
2: about SMA on cureSMA.org. And uh, if you ever want to follow Kirsten, she has a Facebook page called Kirsten. Kirsten is spelled K-I-R-S-T-E-N.
0: And I'm going to throw out there that um, right now, we're going to get this up on our kind of our websites and our social media platforms and whatnot, is that um, there is, so it's the first one for for us, so Two Fit Crazies are going to put this out there for you, and it's going to happen. So CrowdRise right now is... Live, it's active. The CrowdRise page right now. Or is it CrowdRise? GoFundMe. I think it's GoFundMe. GoFundMe. Is me. it GoFundMe? I don't know what the heck am I talking about. <laughs> There's so many. We'll get a CrowdRise one too. Um, but the GoFundMe one is the actual one that's up right now. CrowdRise is also coming. Um, but the GoFundMe one is active, that's what it is, and it is under um it's under what is it? Kirsten Kirsten race. Kirsten race, yeah, is what it is. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, we're going to put all of the, and then it's going to be SMA push, SMA push chair is what it is. Um, it's Kirsten's race, SMA push chair. Let me seriously, I'm having mind <laughs> issues Regroup today. Conte. Seriously, pull myself together, Christine. <laughs> it's Kirsten's race, SMA push chair. We'll have all the links up either way. But the goal for that one is five thousand, is what I put. Which Wayne, that should be very easy for people to get. You Throw in five bucks, 20 bucks, a thousand, but whatever. Five people throw in a thousand dollars. There you go, <laughs> done and done. Um, but again, you know, we're looking to get you know, this is the, the team Hoyt um racing chair. That this is legit. This it's is a, what
1: it's a nice vessel,
0: and um, and this should not just be a one and done. This is something that you know, if you know, hopefully, we're going to be using multiple times, and uh. Kirsten will be racing in this chair and for a long time. Absolutely. Well, what we say on our, uh, on our racing jersey is uh, I'll run for Kirsten
1: until she can. So uh, I'll push her until uh, she doesn't need pushing. We're running for her, too. Thank you, guys. Appreciate y'all. Oh, well, thank you very much. And, uh, and everything, Dick. Uh, it's everything, it's everything, really. You're, uh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead, please. Uh, Christine, your your last Boston experience, uh, I listened to your podcast on that, and, you know, I I just think that uh, one really awesome thing that came out of it was uh, you having that before we ran into you in New Jersey, and I just look forward to uh, some really awesome stuff coming out of it, and Kirsten's... uh, Face and her smile that already lights up a room, getting bigger uh, whenever we push her uh, through a race. Well, I, I want to second that because obviously this is something that Christine, you know, brought to me, and, and she made the the you know the introduction to you, uh, Wayne, and and you know the you and I. And you know I'm I'm along for the ride with this and I got to say Christine you're you're a good egg <laughs> uh, honestly yeah, this is uh you know she came to me w- with this and I said absolutely I'm in when do we start and you know Wayne y- y- you know the everything that you do for your daughter is everything that I like to think that I would do for my sons and uh you know I thank you for leading the way and and being such a great dad and and uh you know just a great human
0: Well, Wayne, mm-hmm. keep inspiring. Keep pushing, literally. Keep pushing. All right. And um, we're going to get this going. And, Wayne, we thank you so much for everything that you do on behalf of our listeners and, and just behalf of a good soul. You are really the – people need to, to learn from this. I really do. I, I throw it out there that you are setting an example for what a good person is We do things for others. And when someone needs to be lifted up, you step in and you step up to the plate.
1: Don't ever underestimate where running can take you. This is something. It is. I'm excited.
0: Wayne, thank you so much for coming on and talking with the two fit crazies. And we will be following up with you quite often. And we will update our listeners about what's going on with the push chair. And, again, it's the GoFundMe that's active right now, and that's Kirsten's Race, SMA, Push Chair. You can go on there. You can donate, um, and we're going to get this going, and we can't wait to talk about the race that we're going to do. What, fall, I think? We're going to book something, hopefully? I'm sorry? I think we're going to book something fall, fall, maybe early winter, and get it going. Hopefully, hopefully, yes. We'll get there. We'll get there. So, Wayne, thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Say hi. Kiss your family for us. Give them hugs. And um, with that said, my name is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are to Fit Crazes. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace.